Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul, and it's the 11th day of January. We are in the Gospel of Mark. If you want to jump in from the top, you still have uh, plenty of time to catch up. We've started on the first day of the new year, January the 1st. We started the introduction to this Gospel, and knowing my pacing, we'll be here a while. So if you know someone that likes a verse-by-verse study, Uh, Maybe spread the word, tell them that we're doing the Gospel of Mark. If they've heard our series on John, then they know that we don't move quickly. (laughs) In fact, um, that series we taught about an hour a week took about three years or so, Um, and nearly, well, I guess it was about that long. It was over 140 sermons. By the way, that's available. You can find all of those. If you sort of dig around online, you can find them. They're free, and they're on our YouTube page, PWM. They're at paulwhiteministries.com. They stretch way back into the summer of 2018. If you want them all on a flash drive so that you can do whatever you'd like with them, share them, put them on different devices, plug it into your car, listen as you drive, we have it available on a flash drive at our website, paulwhiteministries.com. And you can go to our store. We have a, we have several flash drives of different series. But I just thought I'd mention the studies in John. And that's a really popular one. And it's one that gives you a little bit of an idea about how we're going to approach the Gospel of Mark. In chapter 1, we've arrived uh, yesterday. We arrived at the, the River Jordan. And we watched as John the Baptist baptized Jesus And the voice came from heaven that said, you are my beloved son. And this is the personalization of identity versus Matthew's version, which is the corporate version of identity. Uh, Matthew says, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. Mark has him saying, you are my beloved son. As we brought out yesterday, and it's important for today to remember this, that there is corporate identity with the children of God, but there's an individual identity that I am what the what Jesus says I am. I am what the Father says of me. And there's a little bit of an indication of that in stories like the prodigal son. Both boys know that they are sons of their father, but neither boy really sees himself as his father's son. I mean, you think about the difference. They know they are sons of their father because they receive an inheritance. But neither boy really understands they're their father's son. One boy thinks he needs to be his father's servant, come home as a a hired hand. And the other boy has to be informed. You were always my son. Everything I had was always yours. But there was no personal identity. And one of the great challenges of the faith as far as I'm concerned, from ministry standpoint, is getting people to understand individual identity. I just preached that recently in a message where we dealt with this water baptism. That's a sermon that hasn't aired yet, um, but will soon, where we dealt with this moment of Jesus's identity coming out of the water and then going into the wilderness, which is where we are today in verse 12, immediately. And you see that sense of immediacy again, Mark moving quickly frenetic pace, the Spirit drove him into the wilderness. Technically, this English version cleans this up a little bit. In the Greek, it's it's not really drove as much as it is cast him out. 
immediately the Spirit cast him out into the wilderness. I don't think we like that in the English because it sounds like when you hear cast out, we think of, um, we, we tend to think of something bad. If I'm quote unquote cast out of the presence of God, we think that means then God has he's done with us. But in the vernacular of the Bible, to be cast out has as a connotation that there is pruning to be done to what's being cast out. There's something that needs addressed. It doesn't mean that this subject is wrong, but that there are things that need honed. Jesus is cast out into the wilderness. We are not to assume that Jesus has problems as far as sin or some hidden thing that needs removed from his life or his psyche or his emotions. But we do have the indication that Jesus needs to go through the wilderness experience so that he can start his ministry. He can't start his ministry. He can't begin without the wilderness. What's that say about me? If Jesus needs the wilderness in order to begin his ministry, what's Paul White need? And what do you need? So the casting out is not, I'm mad at you, you've sinned, I'm, we have problems, get out of my face. No, it's, I am going to put you, allow you to go into this situation that makes you into what it is you're destined to be. And the equipment that you need when you go into a wilderness is the identity of I am a beloved son. It's not simply the identity of this is my beloved son. It's the identity of you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And as we said, he hadn't even done anything. So he takes the identity of knowing what who he is, not what he's done, and immediately goes into the wilderness. And, and this is something that I don't want you to forget. We'll, we'll talk about the wilderness more tomorrow. But That 12th verse, immediately the Spirit cast him out or drove him into the wilderness, means that when you go into this space, whatever it looks like, dryness, famine, darkness, wild beasts, this space where the world seems to come against you, you do not go in alone. You go armed really with two things, identity and the Holy Spirit. I know who I am in my Father's eyes, and I do not walk alone. It's like the psalmist would say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. In that psalm, we've been led, led, led. You lead me beside green grass. You lead me to still water. You lead me in paths of righteousness for your name's sake. But yea, though I walk. So everywhere I go, you didn't necessarily lead me there, but you don't leave me there. And and, and in this case, there's heavy narrative indication that he was led there. He was cast there by the Holy Spirit, but he'll not be left in the valley of the shadow of death. All the equipment you need is in your identity and your place in the family of God as identified by the adopt the adoption of the Holy Spirit. That's, the, that's what you need heading into the wilderness. We'll go into the wilderness with Jesus tomorrow in the 13th verse, and we'll see you then. God bless.